the interesting thing is, as brilliantly as that particular military operation was executed, it was still, in the end, a terrible strategic choice. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. Hi, I'm Joss Willard, host of Profit for Coaches. And on today's episode, we're talking a little bit about strategy. What's the difference between strategy and tactics? Well, it's actually pretty significant. And unfortunately, a lot of people in the world today are selling tactics as strategy. And the problem is, as they say, bad strategy, brilliantly executed, is still bad strategy. Enjoy the episode. Real quick, before we get started, I want to make sure that the time you invest here is profitable. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of the free ebook, The Four Must-Haves for a Profitable Coaching Practice. It's absolutely free. It's worth every penny. It outlines the four areas that every profitable coaching practice on the planet has in common. And thus, they're the four things that you must have nailed down in your coaching practice if you want it to be consistently profitable. So if you want an easy to understand, very specific tool that makes it crystal clear where to be focusing your attention in your practice and what you can safely ignore to ensure that your practice is consistently profitable and supports the life that you want to be living, go to ProfitForCoaches.com and download your copy of the four must-haves for a profitable coaching practice today. Welcome to another one of our summer quick hit episodes. One of the things that often happens during the summer for a lot of people is we get a little bit more time to read, whether it's at the beach or out camping, or you go somewhere where you get away from technology a little bit and you read a book or you read a Kindle or you listen to an audiobook or whatever, whatever it is that we learn a little bit. We have the opportunity to study some things, to learn some things that aren't online courses and packages from the gurus about how to sell, right? then I'm no different. So for me, uh, I have an interest in history and particularly military history, just because of my background and how I grew up and interests and etc. And this summer, I've been going back and, and studying some of the great military strategists throughout history. And one lesson in particular sort of came to mind. And no, we have not turned this podcast into a podcast on military history. Uh, but bear with me for a minute, and I'm going to explain it, I think. So in World War II, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. This is not a surprise to anyone. We have, most of us know about this now. It was a surprise back then. And that's part of, the, part of the deal. It was, that particular operation was a military masterpiece. By almost every possible measurement, it was masterfully executed. It was audacious. It was bold. It took advantage of uh, previously unknown capabilities of new technology. It was an amazing accomplishment from a military operational standpoint. But the interesting thing is, as brilliantly as that particular military operation was executed, it was still, in the end, a terrible strategic choice or strategic decision. And Yamamoto, when he planned it and executed it uh, as the supreme commander of, of the Japanese uh, naval forces, he knew full well 
that it would take a miracle for Japan to win a war against the United States. And this was the closest thing he could devise to a miracle. But he took the chance anyway, which again, bad strategy, bad strategic decision. And so the thing, the lesson to take away from all of this is that bad strategy, even brilliantly executed, is still bad strategy. And it's going to get you in trouble. In the long term, if you continually exercise bad strategy and make poor strategic decisions, it's going to cost you, you're going to lose. So how does this apply to coaching and particularly to being profitable in coaching? Well, as coaches, and particularly as business coaches, as, and I happen to be a business coach, so I'm not just picking on business coaches, but as, as, as coaches, we often get caught up in execution. We often get caught up in tactics, techniques, and operations rather than strategy. And part of that comes from the way we are taught. We learn tools. We go pay a few thousand dollars for somebody's strategy on how to market. Uh, and it's like, except it's not actually a strategy, it's, it's someone's techniques uh, on how to market, how to run a specific type of marketing campaign. And we get really good at that. And then we'll go and we'll learn and get certified in uh, a different type of campaign or uh, a cash flow management system, or um, a specific way of solving problems, or how to deal with uh, communicating with employees, whatever. We, we learn these tools. And then when a client brings us a challenge, brings us a problem, our tendency is to try to just solve that problem. Go, oh, I have exactly the tool to solve that problem. I have exactly the technique. Let me pull out my tactics and teach you these tactics for how to solve this particular problem. And the challenge is we don't look at the overall strategy. And that's confused and made even more difficult by the fact that so many tactics and techniques are sold as strategies. Here's my latest marketing strategy. Here's my latest sales strategy. Here's a strategy for overcoming objections. None of those are strategies. They're all tactics, techniques, maybe campaigns. And on a military level, campaigns and operations are definitely below strategy. So what is the difference? Well, getting out of the military side of things, going to coaching and going to business, strategy is our long-term focus, our high-level focus. Strategy is what we are doing overall, and it's actually more art even than science. There's a ton of science involved in it. We need to know the techniques. We need to know how to run the campaigns. We need to know how to use the tactics because those are all part of the overall strategy. But if we don't have an overall strategy, if we don't have an overarching destination that we are moving towards with our clients or with ourselves in our own coaching practices, all of the tactics and logistics and techniques, all they do is run us in circles or run us in different directions. And in fact, those directions can be further away from what we actually want to accomplish, which goes back to what I say on a regular basis is you need to choose your destination first. Once you know where you want to go, once you know how you want to get out of your business or out of your coaching practice, right? Like we talked about a little while ago, uh, what's your exit strategy? There's a strategy. How are you planning to get out of this? then we know how to apply the different techniques and tactics, the different operations, use the different logistical techniques to accomplish what we want to accomplish and take ourselves and our clients where we want to go. So what does this mean? How does this, how does this tie into having a profitable coaching practice? Well, when you're sitting down with a prospect or a client, 
but particularly let's talk about when they're a prospect prior to becoming a client. One of your key questions should be, what do they want to accomplish? What will success look like for them? Where are they trying to go? Don't make the mistake of getting caught up in, oh, you have this problem, singular right here, out of context, you just need more sales, for example. That's one of the huge challenges that bites people all the time. Any decent business coach should be able to, depend, well, if they're not specialized, right? And so any decent business coach or uh, sales coach who focuses on or has any understanding around bringing in more business, any one of them should be able to increase a client's top line revenue, i.e., sales revenue by 30% within six months in their sleep. Like it should not be a challenge as long as the client is willing to listen and apply and take action. The challenge is that usually is going to kill the client because most clients are running at 60 to 70% capacity. And if you just add 30% on top of that, now they're working at 90 to 100% capacity and they hate you, right? Because they haven't built the systems in, in place. They don't have the rest of the business created to handle that influx of new clients and new business. In addition, most of the ways to bring in that extra 30% just really quickly and easily have nothing to do with, is it the right client? Is it the right type of business? What's the profitability level of the business? All of those different things need to be looked at and brought in as a, from a full strategic overview before you just go and start, well, yeah, we can add sales. That's easy. Understand why you're adding sales. Understand, are the sales even profitable? Because here's the thing. If you're losing $10 every time you make a sale or every time your client makes a sale, you're not going to make it up in volume, right? If you lose money every time you make a sale, then making more sales just makes you more broke. You need to look at the whole picture. You need to look at the entirety of where your client wants to go and why they want to get there. And then set out a strategic plan first before you start applying the tips, the tricks, the techniques, the brilliant campaigns that you're very good at or that they are very good at. Because it doesn't matter how brilliant the tool is, how brilliant the technique is, or how brilliant you are as a coach. Because a bad strategy brilliantly executed is still a bad strategy and it's going to hurt you and it's going to hurt your clients. So your takeaway, your action step to make your practice more profitable going forward is simply this. The first thing you should do when sitting down with a client is find out where are we trying to go and lay out a strategic plan for how and why you're going to get there. Then pull out all of your brilliant techniques and tactics and tools because you're brilliant and you're going to do great things for your client once you know the proper strategy. Catch you next time. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Withard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mentioned on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitForCoaches.com now.